So welcome to Stacey on the Right, the podcast here on Family Vision Media, familyvisionmedia.org. It's my pleasure to welcome Sharice Lane, political commentator and host of the Sharice Lane Show on YouTube. She is also an ambassador for Revolution of One, and you can find the links to all of these organizations on the show notes of today's podcast. Sharice, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here, and I'm just honored to be um, discussing everything with you guys today. So I'm excited because, well, first of all, for people who are not used to interfacing with Sharice, she has an amazing presence on online social media. She's big on Instagram. And so as is is with the younger group, with the younger people in their 20s, they're not really feeling Facebook so much, but they love Instagram. And you actually have a really interesting story on Instagram right now. And I love your account there. It has a lot of great posts, a lot of video to watch. You're at Sharice Lane on Instagram. And you posted a couple days ago that you are restricted for 90 days and you pointed people to your backup account. How did you get restricted on Instagram? They said that um I was um they had the fact checkers check my posts and they said that I posted a lot of false information but I haven't really been I haven't really been posting anything bad. I've just been posting facts and I've been posting um me promoting my YouTube and things like that. So um I think that they probably took that from the old posts that I probably used to do on Instagram but I'm restricted for 90 days, and I'm not really getting that many views on my story. So the last thing I posted was how many subscribers I have gotten now on my YouTube, because I do have a YouTube show. And after that, I haven't posted anything, because I've just been trying to watch what I post on there, because they're threatening to take my account down. And it just So they're censoring you. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's really discouraging, because I've worked very hard on Instagram. Also, I've been losing followers. So that's what they do. First, they tell you that you've posted misinformation. And then they start like basically clamping down on you with the algorithm so that you lose followers instead of gaining them. And once they have you in that spiral, it's hard to get out because I'm there on on Twitter. I don't gain I I don't gain more followers than I lose. And so therefore, I stay at the same place. And I want to I want to kind of make a point here. On your Instagram account, when they say they're po- that you're posting misinformation, I see a lot of posts on here, which is what most of us use this for. Um, you interviewed your grandparents. You were on Newsmax. You were on 985thewire.com. You were on Fox and Friends. Um, here's a video or it's an image of you. Um, you're, you know, fulfilling my dreams this morning. To God be the glory. This was two weeks ago. I don't see the misinformation. So, they're going back in time and looking at things you might have posted. Um, pregnancy has no gender. Like the, you were talking about that. They want to take your words from before and punish you now. Exactly. And I think it's because that they see that my message, the message that I'm trying to get out is reaching a lot of people. And because that message isn't, quote unquote, going against the community guidelines, they're trying to look for past posts to ban me on and so I am restricted for 90 days and when it says you're restricted it says posts from accounts that repeatedly share false information won't appear in certain places on Instagram for up to 90 days additional restrictions might apply to these accounts for example other Instagram users may not be able to tag or mention an account that has repeatedly shared false information not only that but my posts are not ending up on people who follow me they're not ending up on their timeline like that so 
I'm completely restricted right now, but it's a good thing that I still have my YouTube. I'll probably talk about that in my next video that I'm putting out on Friday. Um, I'm kind of over this, but I'm still in, in the game, so it's okay. So I, when you say you're over it, I know that feeling. You you basically get to a place where you see what they're doing. There's not much you can do about it, right? Because it's an algorithm right. that is, uh, it's awake 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's it's looking at your account when you're not looking at it. And it's exactly. tamping down on you. And so you don't have the ability to stop it. Do you think this is going to be the way that they continue on and that this is actually, this activity is going to drive people to different social media platforms? That is correct. Um, me personally, I'm not really interested in other social media platforms because I've been on Instagram since what? Middle school? <laughs> So it's just like this, I have really grown on this platform and it will be kind of hard to switch to another platform that I'm not really familiar with. I do have other things such as Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. I have Snapchat, but that's for like my friends and stuff. But I have other platforms, but Instagram is the one that I've been on for the longest. So it's just going to be kind of hard to separate from Instagram. Well, I I don't recommend that. I think we just, you know, we don't leave the battlefield, but it is a little bit of a an annoyance that they're using what was a free and open space to basically clamp down on your free speech. And I, I'm I'm also looking at your uh, commentary on wearing a mask and getting the vaccine. And that is something that is actually hitting not just young people like yourself, but all kinds of individuals, whether they've been working in their career for 30 years or whether they've been, you know, middle of their career or 10 or 15 years, people are being told at work, you don't get to decide whether or not to take this shot. You actually need to take the shot because we're telling you to, regardless of your medical history or your, uh, maybe you've already had COVID. What, what is your take on this tyranny that we're seeing around a shot that is nothing more than a glorified flu shot? It's absolutely absurd, and people act as if we can't boost our immune system. Me, I go to the gym three times a week. I eat healthy. I drink a lot of water. And so for me, I believe in building up your immune system and treating the body that God gave you in the right way. But, of course, they're not promoting that, and they're deceiving people and saying that you need the shot and you you absolutely need the vaccine when that's not the case. I wish these people would stop lying and just tell the truth. Now, of course, okay, if you're older, it might affect you more, but even older people can still take care of their immune system. They might need a little help, a little medication here and there, but I know a lot of older people who are really healthy, who take care of, they've been taking care of their bodies for years and now the results are showing up and those are good results. So these people need to stop lying and they need to stop trying to convince people that they need a vaccine to save their lives. I haven't had the COVID shot yet and I haven't caught, caught COVID as well. I haven't caught it at all. I've been tested three to four times. So I have a similar, I mean, I'm not saying you're immune or that I'm immune, but I am saying that all this time, you know, I've been doing the same thing that you're discussing, going to the gym, um, trying to increase my vitamin D, which I've been able to do I, for the first time as an adult. I've always had low vitamin D. Now it's up. Um, but the the main thing is, like you said, you're drinking more water, you're taking your vitamins, you're taking care of the the body that God gave you, and the decision on whether or not you take a therapeutic, you know, what they're calling a vaccine, but a shot, 
it should be based on your comfort level and what you feel like you need to do. And as a young person, um, the the COVID-19, especially these later variants, are not as deadly for young people. So there really isn't a good reason to, to force people to take this shot. It's not a good reason at all. And I think that there's more to the story than what they're telling us. Why are they pushing this vaccine on us so bad? Like, they act like we're going to die if we don't take the vaccine. And I, this is something that I want to find out for myself. What's behind this vaccine exactly and what exactly is in it to make them want to push it on the world so bad? In my opinion, I think that they're trying to accomplish population control. But I'm not a conspiracy theorist, quote unquote conspiracy theorist. So let me not uh, say that. <laughs> well, I mean, it is, yeah, it's, but it's suspicious, right? So I'm, yeah. I, I don't want to be the one kind of, you know, putting on my tinfoil hat and, and talking about population <laughs> control, but there are fertility issues and they're reported on the VARES website. So if you're 70 years old or 65, you know, you're done with your childbearing years and you want to take the vaccine and this is something that you feel is, is a good move for you, I'm like more power to you because that's your personal choice. But for young women like yourself where you're not yet, you, you've not yet had your family, I have been advising all of the young women and men, young men, that, you know, carefully consider because you haven't had your children yet. You haven't had a chance. You know, make make sure you're not making a choice based on fear instead of facts that are available to you and information that's pertinent to you. And so you're young. Uh, the, the, the whole myocarditis, pericarditis, the blood clots. I mean, that just seems like too much on the no side for me to be going in on it. Exactly. And I just think that it's not fair to push, especially this vaccine on younger people, and especially people my age, because we haven't had that chance to really experience life without that vaccine. And I haven't had a chance to start my family yet. I haven't even I haven't even gotten married yet. So I, I just don't think that is fair. And I think that they need to stop. They need to chill because this is getting very annoying. I know I'm not it the is. one who feels annoyed. <laughs> right. Right. It is annoying because it's it's like all they talk about. It's all that's being discussed. And today Biden is out making these statements about the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. So he's actually making statements that divide our country when he ran on unity. Now, I didn't believe him, Sharice. I don't think you did either that he was going to be, you know, he was going to unify us. But did we not actually say to ourselves, you know, that's why these other people, the Democrats voted for him and they're not getting what they voted for? That's correct. And, you know, um, I don't appreciate the statement he put out. He's basically wishing death on people who are unvaccinated. When honestly, I don't believe that he's vaccinated either. But hey, you just never know. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it it is. It is something that we don't we can't verify. We can only trust right. his word. He is a bit of a liar and a storyteller. So we, we don't have any any proof. But I think that the big deal for us is I don't know anybody on the right or and I don't know any moderates who actually care whether or not he or President Trump or Sharice Lane or Stacey Washington. They don't care if we're, we've taken the shot or not, because for them, exactly. they make a choice about their body. And then, you know, that that enables them to be free and, you know, worry about yourself, like the little toddler said on the viral video, just worry about yourself and let the rest of us worry about ourselves. So um, as we're going into the holiday, what are you what are you messaging? I know you're not on your primary account, but on your secondary accounts and on your YouTube page, it's you know, it's obviously it's time for a break and time to relax. But what would you say your message is going out of 2021 and into 2022? 
My message is clear. It's really to do your own research um, mm. and vote your values. That's been my stance for a very long time, especially isn't the the midterms basically in 2022, the end of 2022 going into that. Please do your research on who you think should represent you and vote based on what you believe. Don't vote based on your family members or, or who they like. Don't let anyone pressure you into believing what they want you to believe. Move your own way and move on your own path. And that's my message for 2022. Mm. I love it. I love it so much. So I look forward to interfacing with you in 2022 and seeing what you do once you're out of your, um, once you're out of Instagram jail, I can't wait to see. But until then, I'm, I'm, I know it's just so crazy. I'm wishing you the best. And I just, I hope that, um, as we're moving forward, because it's it really, Sharice, we're leaving it to you, right? <laughs> People like me are leaving this to you in capable hands and your capable hands to continue on with the movement that all of us have been working so hard on, including yourself, to continue it on and to make sure that the messaging goes out far and wide to every individual group instead of just saying all blacks all blacks are not the same. All blacks don't think the same things. All whites don't think the same thing. So they have different constituency groups. So do we. And there are so many other groups that cross over where we find ourselves shoulder to shoulder with whites or Asians or whomever on issues. And so we need good, clear messaging and we need fun people like yourself to deliver it. I'm so Thank glad you. that you could join me today and that we have had um an opportunity on other occasions to interface. It's such a pleasure. Um, happy Christmas and happy new year to you, Sharice. Yes. Thank you. And I'm just, again, I'm just honored to be on here. Um, you know, little old me is, is really, I guess, doing, doing my thing. And I really <laughs> recognizing that it's always a humbling experience and all glory belongs to God. I, amen to that. Amen. And I, I really don't feel like you're little old me. I mean, in the flesh, yes, you are little old me because you're teeny tiny and super cute. But no, you're, you're doing it. You're on Fox and Friends. You're doing all of the right uh, media. And I love seeing you out there. I think it's so fantastic to see the growth and the opportunity and that you're taking every bit of it. So keep it up, honey. Keep it up. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. So that's the podcast for today. Find out more at familyvisionmedia.org and stacyontheright.com. And catch us on the night show over at SiriusXM Patriot 125. Until next time, God bless. <laughs> <laughs>